0: Well-trained, my young
1: apprentice. They will be no match for you. Welcome to Philly Sportscast with your host, Derek. Uh, this is E-Money over here.
2: And Dave's rocking the mic right here.
1: Guys, it's been a week of sports. We've been off a week because we had a couple shows that we wanted to get out to the people. Now it's time to get back to business, starting with the NFL. Great to be back. Great to be back.
2: Super Bowl's coming up in a
1: week. Woohoo! Money, we have to give Dave some props for picking the winners of each championship game and weeks you know, ago, right before the wild card started. He-
2: Thank
3: you. No doubt, no doubt, that was great. I
2: yeah. was drunk the night we were picking, so yeah.
3: How
1: did you get Pittsburgh?
2: It was. Uh, I was telling you, money. Actually, I if I thought Pittsburgh was playing Indy the second week, I probably wouldn't have picked them. But when we were filling out a little brackets, right I made a mistake, and I'm like, ah, kept going with the momentum. So and that it was, was- luck. Of the Irish.
1: Gotcha. Oh. <laughs> Speaking of Day Super Bowl picks, we also had a listener call in with his picks. Let's roll the tape.
0: Yes, the only topic I wanted to mention about the AFC NFC Championship teams It's going to wind up Pittsburgh and Seattle this year. All right, thanks.
2: All right, well, one, I would. Hey, Tommy, thanks for riding my coattails there, taking my pick. Thank you so much. I'm glad someone listens to the show.
3: The, uh, that show's what, like three weeks ago? In our in our archives,
1: what was it? How, what? I think that was a month ago, a month when ago, it, right before the playoffs were started. Yeah,
2: it would have yeah. been uh, January
3: eighth.
1: So it's, Fifth, docu- it's documented, gentlemen. January you Fifth. can all go back and listen to the show, and you'll see Dave picked them. Terrific pick, Dave. I mean, if you if you really think about it, though, was was Pittsburgh getting the props it deserved because the losses that they did incur were when Tommy Maddox was their quarterback, when Roethlisberger was out, when Roethlisberger came back. They haven't lost since. Well, no, he lost
2: one game. He, Which he one? lost no, against he, the Colts. He lost against Cincy. No,
1: no, no. That was Maddox. No, no. that was Roethlisberger with a bad thumb.
3: Because he, he threw,
2: uh, I think he threw last,
3: like two. Last game of the season? No, no, no that was last uh, game. I think it was week 15, week 14. Right, I am saying.
1: And then they came back and played each other first round of playoffs. Right. I thought it was Maddox. But no. do you think that we didn't take into consideration how good this Pittsburgh team is with a healthy Ben Roethlisberger at the quarterback helm? Well, Derek, you really can't take into consideration that they're a good team when they're the
3: sixth seed coming into the playoffs. They're the last seed to get in there. How can you say anybody? I mean, this is it's a it's an amazing thing what's happening to them right now. I, I mean, I just give them all the props in the world right now. But you can't expect a last seed team, which has never happened before, to get where they are now. So you can't. No, run. I
1: understand that. But what I'm saying is, I, the reason they were a number six seed and barely got in the playoffs was because Roethlisberger was injured during the regular season. Now that he was healthy and coming into the playoffs. They're a totally different team. And I think maybe that we it was, they were overlooked because of that. So you think Rossberger makes or breaks the team? Absolutely. Without a doubt. Dave, wouldn't you agree with that?
3: The guy keeps winning. Then how can you say that they're a great team? They're a good team then. If there's one guy that, you know, one guy goes
1: down and they're, they're poop. Well, that's the same with the, well, the Eagles are a bad example. But even the Eagles last year, if um, McNabb would have gone down, they would have been poop, to use your words. I think so. And did you think the Eagles were a good team last year? 2004?
3: 2004-2005 season? Yeah. Well, of course they went to the Super Bowl. How can you say that? How can you say they didn't? Right, but that's what – so Pittsburgh went to the Super Bowl too. Yeah, but, It's the same thing. Yeah, but two, two, uh, 2003, McDab went down. They went to the NFC Championship game
1: with but, two and three uh, – Two and three. So that's –
3: you But know,
2: I mean.
1: I'm trying – but what I said to you and what I know you're agreeing with me is that if Roethlisberger goes down, they might not be a playoff team. But Roethlisberger's back, and they're back, and they're a Super Bowl team. Right. So you're saying that if Roethlisberger wasn't in the picture, they wouldn't even be in the playoffs. So yeah, don't... but you're saying how can they be a good team if by losing their quarterback they'd be a bad team by one with one player? That's that's their quarterback. It's their franchise. This is the same thing with the Eagles. No, all I'm saying is they Eagles lost T O and they went to the dumper. One wide receiver.
2: Well, this year they lost a little more than just T O. You're
1: right. Can't argue with that. But
2: that's yeah. In general, any Q B. Is right. going to be a main cog on don't, the team. But
1: E-Money's argument that they're not a good team because one player makes or breaks them, is that's the, that's the way it is in the NFL these days. And that's how good he is. And he's we, I think we overlooked the Pittsburgh Steelers because of that. Except Dave. Dave didn't overlook them. No.
2: But that's also going week 13. The Colts are undefeated by then. You think they're just going to come in and roll. Their offense was doing great. That's why you kind of let Pittsburgh just sit on the back burner.
1: I will tell you what, I don't know. I, I just I'm, I don't know what happened to that Colts team. Besides, choke. Pittsburgh. They choked. They choked yeah, every year. It is a choke. It is choke. a choke. Huge choke. It's a choke. It, but who really choked in that game? Do you think Bill Cowher choked a little bit in that game by letting up that lead in the fourth quarter? Yeah, it was. 27. If Roethlisberger doesn't make that tackle, who knows who's in the Super Bowl now? That's true. That's true. I mean, that tackle was huge. Bill Cowher's let up that. Let up all those points to the Colts in the fourth quarter of that game. They were rolling. Pittsburgh was. They shouldn't have been in position to have Jerome Bettis fumble the ball. They they had a what twenty one point lead, twenty four point lead in the fourth quarter. Going Sounds into the about fourth right. quarter, and they came back. And they would have. Remember, they did have that tied. pickoff too, and they, they would have tied it with a field goal, or would have won it with with a uh, touchdown. Right. right. Yeah, they didn't. They had the pickoff, and and you're right, the um Troy Polamalu. Palom- that was a terrible call by the NFL officials, and, and the NFL admitted it and all that jazz. But th- wait, here's another side note. Does the NFL really admit that if uh,
2: if Indy comes back and wins? Yeah.
1: Do they? I don't think they do. Of course, you can't, you can't. do either. Uh, I don't think they do either. Well, there's no way they can do that yeah. So Pittsburgh's in. Seattle's in. It's going to be a heck of a Super Bowl, I think. It's going to be a real good one. Pittsburgh is currently a four-point favorite, which I don't see as much as you guys might. Mm. Two, one, maybe four. It's kind of it's kind of large for me with a Seattle team that has as much talent as it does, that's both it. offensively and defensively. I will say
2: that's they keep talking about how uh, Pittsburgh's three-four defense goes up well against the West Coast offense. So that's what they're talking about. Seattle's going to have to bring in like three wide receivers, keep Max Strong out. So now you're going to have Sean Alexander running without his lead blocker. So they're talking about Pittsburgh's defense being able to, to dominate against the run and hopefully contain the passing.
1: Well, they're good. There's no doubt about that. We'll we'll see how – Sean Alexander's pretty good too. Yes, he is. And the Seattle offensive line is pretty good too. So who do you like, E-Money?
3: Getting four. I like Seattle. Got to go with it. No reason they're getting – I can see um, it's a scary line altogether. You know, Cowher's been there before. You know, you got to incorporate all these things. Holmgren's
1: been there before too.
3: Steelers have won six in their franchise. They look at all these things. I thought they won
2: four. They're going one for I've the Been thumb. there six times, right. won
3: four, lost two. C- Seattle's never been the one ever in his 30 year history. These are the things that are incorporated with this line. But I think that Seattle has a better team. Better team.
1: Okay, it's early. There's still ten nine days left before the game, E-Money, so. We'll have your picks next week. Yeah. because we'll have, you have you know, pick for the game. God forbid Roethlisberger get in a car accident and not play, and then he's
3: the man God of the forbid. team. So if he doesn't play, they're going to lose, right? God
1: forbid. I would assume that, yes. Of course they would. That line would switch uh, if Roethlisberger real got in a quick. car accident and didn't play. Real quick. Totally. S- okay. But a good football season, good football, Super Bowl. I'm excited.
3: to be a
2: real good game.
1: I'd like to give a quick shout-out to Chili McPhillies. E-Money and I went down there for a cool one, and they treated us really nice. They have a... Amazing, amazing time! What a, it was a really good time. Great crowd, nice, good football crowd. Um, for the first game, they were pr- very much pro Pittsburgh. Well, Evan and I were rooting for the other team, getting the, the ever. So, what are you doing down here? Looks that's okay. Hey, that's, it's quite all right. And then, but you see what how, the what, you know what got me with the bar
3: is that uh, Derek and I went wanted to have a drink. We want to watch football because that's what all of us men do and women do. That when we're listening to this. And we went, we went down there, and we sat down, had a beer, and then we heard about a special. A drink special. We had no idea. We stumbled into this drink special. I swear to Christ. The best special in the history of the world. What do you think, Dick?
1: It comes pretty darn close. Oh, yeah. Okay. Here's the deal. Chili McPhilly's, and this is a, we, we will give them a, a free plug th- this week because, as far as I'm concerned, they gave us free beer on Sunday. That's what I'm saying. Chili McPhilly's located on right next to Steve
3: Steaks across from the Nabisco plant. There King you go. Of steaks. Can't beat it. Prince's Steaks. Prince's Steaks. In on the northeast the
1: in the northeast. Great right. place. So we sit down and Evan overhears the waitress say to the other waitress, "Oh yeah,
3: well this is for the uh the $10 special." And but Evan my, said, "My ears went up like a deer.
1: $10 special? <laughs> What's that?" And she said, Hold on to your hats, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> it's $10, all you can drink during the game. And we said, wait a second. Time out. We give you $10. You give us all we can drink for the entire course of the game. But what happens for game two? And she said, you just give us another 10 bucks, and we'll make
3: that happen <laughs> for you. Go. Oh, my goodness gracious. It was like she was an angel. She and was, I was an angel heaven. from heaven. I was like, okay, "Oh, this is just the most amazing." Okay, so here's twenty dollars now. Here's, I'm not going anywhere ever. And I said to Derek, "I go, there's no way we can even leave this place. We can't leave because they're gonna have to, you know, pull us away from this bar stool because you're gonna give me free beer. Basically, you're
2: not gonna beat that twenty dollars for you. six hours. Talk
3: to me. Is no. that the is that the bomb also or what? You know what
2: the worst thing about this whole deal is? Go ahead. Didn't find out until the championship games.
1: Yeah, yes. That's for sure. 20
2: weeks of football prior yeah, to this. You're right.
1: And I, Evan, I, I'll bet you this is true. They do that every Sunday and for the 1 o'clocks and the 4 o'clocks. And maybe even for the 8.30 game. Oh. Oh, my god!
2: Maybe for the races. Oh, we got to talk.
1: We got to talk. Anyway. Chili McPhillies. Thank ter- you very much. Thank you very, very much. The, it was delicious, cold beer. Maybe the coldest beer this side of the basement. They don't call it Chili McPhillys for nothing. We had a great time, and you know, you you didn't know then, but now you know now that Philly Sportscast was in the house. Thank you very much.
3: Okay, and we watched some good games, good football all around. I'll tell you, and we're really looking forward to the Super Bowl,
1: and we're going to move on from the soup to the superbly bad. <laughs> that was hard. <laughs> from that whole, super
2: we're going to move superbly. from the Super Bowl to the Philadelphia 76ers.
1: Speaking of Chili McPhillys, Ev. We were watching the Sixers play the Timberwolves, yeah, and all of a sudden, It was so depressing. I am like, Oh my God, they're they were, lose another one. They were down fifteen late in the game, uh, away, yes. And so we said, turn this off. So, yeah. and then they were you turning know, it off exactly. for the football game. Three o'clock games, like this game's over. So the Sixers came back and won, which was the surprise Man. of the year of the year. Amazing. And I don't know how that Minnesota team was feeling afterwards, but they got not have been feeling good.
2: That's right now the game's on the Magic game, Magic Sixers game on Thursday night. Not counting this game, it's halfway through the season. They're 21 and 20. Right. So they're one game over 500. Right. There's a good chance they're going to be making the playoffs. Oh, yeah, I seven, eight seeds. But they're
1: not a championship team. I mean, you, in the NBA, you either make the playoffs and right. like, everybody makes defi- the playoffs. Yeah, there's definitely a, a line between the good teams that make the playoffs and the bad teams that still make the playoffs. So the Sixers are a bad team that'll make the playoffs. That doesn't do anything for me. I'd rather them get in the lottery. Because unless they do something drastic with this team, they're not going to be a championship team. I mean, I'm talking for years to come. Larry Brown was their best chance to be in a championship game, and they got one. They got into the series with the Lakers that just dominated. The Lakers dominated them. You couldn't. It was like a brick wall. The Lakers were that good that year. Right. True. Do you ever see this team going back the way they're doing? Not anytime soon. With Billy King at the helm and and Mo Cheeks not even be able to teach his players how to play defense. And Allen Iverson and Chris Weber, while they might be the best scoring tandem in the league, that's all they are is scoring points.
3: Can't win if you can't stop the other team. Dude. Allen Iverson's second in the league in scoring, but you know that's really not going to do it for them because they really got to have some good defense. And we talked about it in our podcast before. How they uh, have some defensive issues, but they're really not addressing them. And that's a big problem, and it's going to be a big problem throughout the year. I agree.
2: And it's a shame, too. The other guys really aren't picking up either. Like you say, AI is going off. He'll score you 45 points. That's amazing. But then when Iggy's scoring you eight points, something like that, he's not getting enough shots. Kyle Korver, he can easily go under 10 any game. Right. No one else is picking it up, and they're not playing defense. They're not getting the rebounds they need, offense or defensively.
1: No, and they're not. The the team isn't a team, while we, I've said this before, and I'll gladly say it again, I'm a huge Allen Iverson fan. The, all the guy wants to do is win, but he can't win games by himself even though he's trying and Mo Cheeks opens the window for allowing him to try to do that
3: and he's been trying to do that by himself for a very long time and uh they're really not they're trying to make moves but they're just not making the right ones who's making them Gee, Billy, Billy King. King Billy King's making some bad moves you're thinking you're going to bring in Mo Cheeks because he's a Philly favorite because we did in 83 with the whole team and all but let me tell you something he's just not a good coach not being a, he's, not, he's not producing. He's not producing.
1: And but he has talent on that team. Is yeah, Billy is King on the, team. the longest tenured? GM in the league? I, no, now, not in the
2: league, but no, in, in Philly sports right now.
1: Oh, uh, That's a good question. Um, let's think. No, Clark's been around forever. Well,
2: that's Clark left and came back.
1: No, no, so, he's not. Even Clark came back. Okay. Because Clark went to Florida and came back.
2: Well, he went to Minnesota, went to Florida, Florida. came back. Yeah,
1: yeah no, he's, Clark is back before because Billy King came with Larry Brown. Oh, did he? Okay, I
2: thought he was here before Larry Brown.
1: No, no, he was a Larry Brown prodigy and decided to stay when Larry Brown rolled. Thanks. Yeah, thanks. (laughs) But and and you have to understand too, when everything that you read about Billy King, anybody who ever talks about him loves him. They were even thinking about running him for public office. (laughs) I'm not kidding.
3: What's he going to run on? Oh, well, you know, I took my Sixers nowhere. (laughs) Yeah, like what is he shown for? What is? How can he run for anything? He hasn't produced in his job. I know. Yeah,
1: (laughs) he's not doing his job. Much like Ed Wade, he's not doing his what's job. Like, he's not like, putting a, a superior product on the t- on the floor. Dave, Derek, what do you think of the adjustments need
3: to be made? Now we've talked about this many, you know, last two weeks about the defensive problems. But what are some major changes? Maybe it's, it needs, there needs to be some drastic changes happening with the, this team
1: now to no, make it happen. Well, the o- only drastic thing that I could think of is firing Mo Cheeks, which isn't going to happen. No, but it's a fundamental problem in the NBA. It's not a team sport anymore. It seems to me like it's an individual sport. These guys have to score their 22 points a game. Now it's even 18 points a game, get a certain, amount of points, a certain amount of rebounds a game, play as many minutes as possible so they can sign that mother guaranteed contract so they're set for life. That's all they care about. When they get into the league, they have to sign skimpy contracts. During those skimpy contracts, if they don't get the minutes and the points and the rebounds, they're not going to be able to sign the monster contract that they didn't sign three years later. So right. these, this is all they think about is individual statistics. And you can look at it, look at it up. You know the reason why Detroit is, is winning all the time, uh-uh. winning all these games? It's because they play like a team. All these And think about it, though. They don't have any of the guys that are humping for the next big contract. They have a lot of guys that, have, that are either in the beginning of or have signed their mother load. Right, and have received the big, big, big dollars. You think and they that, want to win championships. You think the
3: season's rolling over because Larry Brown was there? You think this is just a rollover season because of Larry Brown, what Larry Brown implemented before he left the groundwork he has laid? Do you think it's because it's oh, a rollover yeah, year? Well, you think fun. next year it could be just, it could no. all fall apart? No. I mean, because they are just dominating. That they no. are. So I, what is it?
1: Is well, it maybe it's fundamentals? But they they hired the guy from um,
2: Indiana from right.
1: Indiana, right? What's yeah. his name? Rick Carlisle. Rick Carlisle. And he's a stud coach. He's a, he's awesome Did coach. well in Indiana. Yeah. Right. I, don't, I think that team plays like a team in every other team that I see. And I have to understand, I'm not West Coast. I don't know what's really going on out there. But I, you see teams like Sacramento who used to play like a team. They're doing really bad now. Oh. Even though, even though Artest is now on that team, yeah. he's a heck of an addition if he wants to play. Right, He can such, play defense. He's the best defensive player that I've ever seen. And he can score. Absolutely. Look at Kobe Bryant scoring 81 points. You're telling me nobody else on that team could possibly score points from that? I'm just dumbfounded by the fact that these teams aren't playing like teams. They play like individuals and in order to sign the big contract. And then when you get a collection of players, like Detroit has, of players that have signed their mother load, have gotten big dollars, now they're looking for rings. All Allen Iverson cares about is a ring. You know, all not gonna get it here. All Kevin Garnett thinks about is a ring. All the guys have signed their big dollars. First things out of their mouth is a ring. All the guys prior to that, they might say that they won a championship, but what they're thinking about is, I got three years to prove in this league that I can score, or I'm going to be out of my ass without my big money. It's it's funny that you say that, and I agree
3: with that. Um, You know, you're watching ESPN the days, and you see all the basketball highlights, and Cleveland was playing Atlanta last night, right? Oh, and the, the highlight was, LeBron loves Atlanta, because LeBron did did real well, and the whole it was LeBron, LeBron, LeBron.
1: Then I will, but I understand what your point is, though. It was all about LeBron, but he did have a he had a monster game, and he brought. But Allen has that every night. I know he does. That's what I'm talking about.
3: But they don't. But the Sixers don't win. That's what I'm saying.
1: Right. I, I agree with you, man. You know they came back. Cleveland came back on the road with Ludacris in the house. Ho! <laughs> Sitting next to Michael Vick. Like I really care about that ESPN. ESPN has become MTV North. Well,
3: hey man, any sports figures are going to be in the stands. They're going to they're going to show them.
1: Yeah, but he, but why would you? Uh, the even dirty south. Ludicrous. Who cares? Well, but you are right. Allen Iverson does do that every single night, but they don't win. If That's they I mean. won, he'd be all over it.
2: That's they might have to change their approach to the game. They don't play defense. You know what? We're going to start putting a little running gun in here. We're going to play the way Phoenix plays. We're just going mm-hmm. to go down. Our plays instead of setting up a play, as soon as you get down there, shoot. We're going to just on the fly, run you to death. Then yeah. try to beat them that way. Then
1: that's Something fine. Something has to change. Something has to change. Something has to change.
2: It doesn't seem like they have enough shooters to just play perimeter game. There, just keep lighting no, up the threes. They,
1: they can't do that. They
3: can't do that at all.
2: Right. So run it.
3: Try it out that way. The winter sports are going to be crazy this year. Flyers, on the other hand, they're slugging a little bit too. Um, Up and
2: down, they can't win at home. It seems.
3: No, you know Forsberg. At now, he's out with the groin again. Now you got the Devils, one in eight of their last nine. You better watch out for them because they're gonna—they're coming hard.
2: They—they they are.
1: Don't you think the Flyers have to be concerned a little bit?
2: I think they definitely got to be concerned. But uh, right around the corner is the Olympic break.
1: But is it really a break though? How well, many- hopefully
2: for Forsberg it will be. He's talking about sitting out.
1: But they can't tell him whether to sit out or not, can he? No, I think
2: he said I might sit out.
1: Okay, think about the other Flyers. Though. Isn't there like 11 Flyers playing in the yes. Olympics? Yes. I think it's 14. But that's a lot of guys that are on your roster that are going to be playing who aren't getting a break.
2: Nidamaki, he's probably going to be the third-string goalie for oh, Finland, okay. so he won't be playing. Esh is going to be battling for a job. And if he's hurt, hopefully he'll just say, you know, thanks but no thanks. I'll, I'll be the third-string here. Let whoever's in front of him. I know the two goalies in front
3: of him were kind of hurt too. How about Esh being back in goal? He comes off of the uh, into reserve. He's back in goal. And he lets he, him six and goals, and, <laughs> let, and now that's you know we talked about it a couple weeks he, ago.
1: He, he played last night. He let up four goals. That guy. He let up five goals, five. but he let him four to one, dude. Yeah, he
2: had ten saves last night
1: on fourteen shots. On I'm sorry, f- fifteen, 15 shots? shots. That's insane. And this Flyers team is should win this Stanley Cup. You agree with that? I
2: definitely still believe they will.
3: Well, I don't think they're going to.
2: I mean, unless you're thinking the Devils are going to come from the East.
3: Exactly. I don't think that I don't think that just because they got all the components and everybody's saying they're going to do it, they're, I don't think they're going to do it just because of. well, there are some good teams yes. in East and now it's all starting to come. And everybody's starting to learn what the heck what they need to do, and um, the Devils are still doing the the defensive trapness that they that they've been mm-hmm. always done. Well, the trap play, not the trapness. Sorry,
2: but Patrick Elias came back, and that's when they started winning. He came back, put a little spark in the team. And the whole line that he plays with Gomez and uh, Brian Gianta playing
3: real well, playing real well.
1: But the spark in the why do you need a spark? You're a professional f- hockey player. You,
3: that's any you sport. You got to gel. You got to gel. Hey,
1: that's telling, like Pittsburgh, right? Yeah. Now. How come the Steelers? You're telling me with the, with Forsberg out, this Flyers team loses all its motivation. Dude. Which Ken Hitchcock did say. Happened. Right. I say,
2: did you watch the game last night? They they were rolling in the first period. He gets hurt. Next, you right. another flat footed.
1: What? Who what knows why? That?
2: Call. That's, Any sport you want to talk about, that happens.
1: Call the Flyers on the carpet, man. That's BS. I'm calling you out, Flyboys. But
2: coming this week, Kim Janssen's going to be back. Yanni Pickenden's going to be back. And Freddie Myers just got sent back down. And I believe Picard got sent back down. So some of the defense, like the good players are coming back. Hopefully, De'Jar Den's going to come back soon. So the defense is going to start gelling again. Hopefully. Knock on wood. Well, I'm sure they will. That's going to help out. They have and to. With Forsberg, hopefully it's not going to be an ongoing situation here.
1: The situation, with the, they were on a long road trip, so they, every time they won, they picked up a little bit more momentum. So yeah, let's keep it going. We're, the NHL is trying to keep us down from this, giving us this long road trip, so we're going to keep them and show them. We're going to show them that we're the best team in the East. We're the best team in the NHL. And they went on an incredible road trip. But you can't come home and just be flat like that. Especially like they were last night.
2: Look, even when they're on the road trip, they weren't dominating people. They just weren't putting them down. They were winning in a shootout. And they were losing
1: against the good team.
2: They gotta start just taking it to the teams and knock them out. Last night they should have knocked Montreal out in the first period. Pittsburgh should never have been a tie game in the third period. They shouldn't have to no. wait to the last three minutes to win the game. They're the games they should just dominate. So what's going and- on
3: with that? Why why are they not dominating? Are they, they're not are they a Stanley Cup team? Are they a dominating team, a dominating force? In the East, because they got because once the playoffs hit, it's going to be nasty. Well, that, it will be nasty,
1: but it's a different story when the playoffs hit. You you think that, but well, Dave, what if it was Game Four, of the playoffs of a playoff series, and Forsberg gets hurt? What do they do? Put sit on their asses? That's
2: that's what you hope. That's what they keep talking about, Primo, when he comes back. Like he brings that emotion. He come on, guys, jump on my back. I will carry you. He's, I don't even think he's that kind of player. Well, they're not when the and playoff two comes.
3: Those two, those two players, yeah. Night and day. I mean, yeah. he's a big, burly guy. That he's, he runs up and down.
1: But he's not like Forsberg, the finesse player. No, Not, not but, at all. But Primo does really step it up in the playoffs. That he does. He does. He he starts really going crazy. last in two
2: years, in the end, well, three years, because last year they didn't play at all. But every year, come February, March, that's when his game starts picking up. He'll play great in the playoffs. Nice. So if he comes back this year, we'll see. We'll see what happens. Yes, we will. And trading deadline is going to be coming up. We're gonna see what's gonna happen with that. Make some Moves,
1: Clark always makes moves. That
2: he does. That what he about does? his latest? But, are they the right
3: ones? That's the question.
2: That's, you got Peter Nedved. That's it that was funny bad. when we were watching the game uh, on Saturday. Nedved first game watching it. I'm like, why is he on the power play oh. right now?
3: Yeah, he scored <laughs> that, didn't he?
2: And then, when, well, that was his second or his first game home. I think he might have scored, and that's what I said. Oh, I guess that's why he's on the power play. <laughs> <laughs> but his, he but, can score.
1: He can score, and but he's a little old. He's a little old. And he wasn't doing too comes, well. No,
2: out in Phoenix. in Phoenix, yeah. When everyone comes back, he's only going to be playing 12 minutes a game. That's all you're going to need from him. He should do fine in that role. He's not going to have to lead the team. He's not going to the not have to the team's best scorer. But come power play time, you can put him offense, defense. Because if they put four offense guys out there, they can let him move around like they do with uh, Kapanen. They can move... Anyone around? It's going to be nice to have just that uh, extra person now, especially with Fordsburg. If he's going to keep going down, mm-hmm. just have an older player playing center there for him. A little experience.
3: I just don't want it to. Uh, you know, everybody's building up the Flyers. All the, you know, the papers, not just the uh, local papers, but the national papers are you know, Flyers, Flyers, Flyers.
2: Everybody loves them.
3: Yeah, I don't need. I don't need that. And, I don't want that. I don't want that, and that's why we're going to have to. We're going to have to watch them watch them really close to see what they're going to do because we got to walk them on a magnifying glass because it's going to get nasty with them, especially when Ford get hurt. I mean, they, like we just talked about. It's going to be bad.
2: Yeah, when they play the Devils in the playoffs, that's they that's better have be that bad. killer instinct. they got to go for it and they went, if they play them in the playoffs. I mean, we're still talking months away. How many months away? Um, I think with the break coming up, it won't start until the end of April, April 22nd. It's real late because they're taking two
3: weeks so off. So say May. So
1: this will literally go into so maybe June. July. June. Oh, yeah, mid-June. Mid-June. God, and that season started when? It's
3: October.
2: Preseason starts in September. Preseason wow. starts in
1: September. Right wow. wow. Well, you know what? They're having a little bit of a letdown. Hopefully, well, they're going to make the playoffs. Are they the best team in the East? I still think so. Oh, I still think so without a yes. doubt. Well, it was didn't just something didn't you just say you didn't think so?
3: No, he was
2: saying no, I didn't the Devils say that. were on fire. I just said you
3: better watch out. Don't think that they're going to roll. As of right now, if anything.
2: you look over the last month, you'd have to say the Devils are the hottest team.
3: No okay. doubt about it.
2: Flyers aren't.
3: Okay. And they, they went to New Jersey three weeks ago and lost. So, you know, it's going to be very interesting to see. Right hey. on. I, I'm a, I want them to win just as much as the next guy, but I'm just you know I'm pointing all these things out because this is what we do. Exactly. So good luck, Flyers, and next week we're going to go. Man, Flyers are on a roll.
1: Yeah, because yeah, this whole thing might be it's every up and week, down. It's up like a down. seesaw,
3: and that's what it's all about. I, I, that's why you know let's let's go Flyers, man. go, Fly- go Flyers, go Flyers.
1: Speaking of flying, Jason Michaels might be on a plane to <laughs> Cleveland. I thought <just laughs> that guy That was a lot better then. Thank you.
2: (laughs) From the suit.
1: (laughs) Uh, No, I don't. Well, I think it's in limbo because of... um, Coco Crisp? No, not because of Coco Crisp. Who failed their physical?
2: Mm, Moto. Yeah, he failed
1: failed his physical. So something's going to go down because Cleveland wants Michaels and Gillick wants this guy, this reliever, to set up Gordon. Which I think Tom Gordon is going to need somebody to set him up strong. Oh, well, they need.
3: Tom Gordon even said it. He's, you know, what's going on here? What
1: is What is what what is the setup guy? Who is it going to be? Yeah, he, Madsen has a, a right. A now. question. Yeah, and it is Madsen. Right is he now. going to be in the
2: rotation? If we, get to, 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 if we get Rhodes, then you move Madsen up.
1: And Gillick wants Rhodes on the team. So All he's right. going to do whatever it takes to get him. But we'll see what it is. But what, did you guys hear about the Piazza rumor? Oh, God. Woo. The heck is that about?
2: I can't see him playing it's here. Corbella.
1: First of all, let me stress this, and I can't stress this enough. I do not care how much money the Phillies spend a year on payroll. They could give Mike Piazza fifty million dollars for the next two years. I wouldn't give a lick. <laughs> but where is he going to play? You just let Tommy go, so he's not going to play first. He's not going to like. So Ryan Howard can't hit lefties, so they're bringing in Piazza to maybe come in and bat against lefties, right? Right, right or left, Piazza. <laughs> correct, P- <laughs> correct. So the situation is that P- you'd bring Piazza in for a decent amount of money, and he would only he he would catch every once in a while, which I'm all for, and he would play first base every once in a while against left-handed pitchers. Is that anything wrong with that, guys?
2: No, nothing wrong with that at all.
1: No, 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 no. but why would he want to do that for this team?
2: I don't know.
1: Money. No, he'll get paid no matter where he he plays.
2: Go out west and get paid.
1: Go to American League team and bat and bat and hit another 100 home runs in your career. There's no need for him to come to the Phillies. He knows it. He's going to an AL team. Done deal. Case closed. Case closed.
2: Let's say he never wanted to come to the Phillies before. That was always part of his no trade clause. Right. No fills. Why come now? I can't see him wanting to stay here. I can't either. But I'll take him in.
1: But the Phillies are putting their team together. They just had their winter tour and they just wrapped it up. Wow. They lost a whole lot of talent, it, guys.
2: Didn't bring that much back. What no, we thought, we really thought they were bringing in a number one pitcher. Never yeah.
3: happened.
1: Gillick's uh, got some sweat on his brow. He's better, man. He's in some for some deep doo doo. He didn't get rid of the guy who lost him five games at least last year, maybe even 10 in his manager. Couldn't fire him, got rid of Jim Tomey, and lost Billy Wagner. Well, Billy
3: Wagner, you know, he's going to the Mets. That's fine. But, you know, bring in, do some things. He's not doing
1: what he needs to do. Bring somebody in that's comparable. But I guess there wasn't anybody out there. Right. So Tom Gordon is your reliever. The closer. He the hasn't, cl- been closer. hasn't been a closer. closer since 99.
2: He's been a set-up man up in uh, New York.
1: Yep. For the Yankees, yeah. Yep. So what's the deal? Are you guys a little bit scared or a lot scared?
2: I'm a little more scared just because we don't have the starting pitcher we need to get us to the closer. He might not be around that much. We might be losing games in the seventh, eighth inning. We don't have the setup men. If they're going to move Matson up, they're going to have a couple holes there. They're going to have to fill up with the pitching rotation.
3: And the pitching's been a problem for years. Years. Oh yeah. And that should have been the number one thing addressed. Go out and get them. Go out and get the one pitcher. Oh. You know. And it wasn't. It wasn't done.
2: That's it. You kept hearing Schmidt. Even uh, Eric Biard from down in uh, yep. Baltimore.
1: So the pitching was out there. We just didn't bring them in. We didn't bring them home,
2: right? And that's they keep talking about how the White Sox their five starters all were over two hundred innings pitched last year. Wow, Oakland has like four players that were over two hundred innings pitched. They're just they have pitching on those teams, or uh, the Cardinals same way. They have a bunch of pitchers down there.
1: Yes,
3: they do.
2: Nobody wants to get rid of pitching to us, it seems. You're
1: giving Charlie Manuel a mediocre team. This guy could take this whole team into the dump, dump, dump. dump. They could be hauling furniture.
3: <laughs> yes, they could.
1: I'm getting a little scared. A li- I'm getting a lot scared. It's getting a lot scared. Yeah. And sure. pitchers and catchers are in February 16th. Wow. That's
2: right around the corner. Wow. They're going to have wow. to make some kind of move before then.
1: They have to. Well, they have. But that's what I'm saying. What are they going to do? They're going to trade. Jay- There's always so many Jason Michaels you can trade. You dra- you're going to trade a uh, Bobby Brave?
2: I've been saying that since the end of last season.
1: But why would they trade Michaels and a brave? Yeah,
2: that's yeah. I mean, if you trade Michaels,
1: you can't really get rid of a brave, can right?
2: you? You're not going to have Shane Victorino playing starting every game out in,
1: in right field. field. No, I? I mean, I don't think so. Is he that good of a player?
3: We don't even know. We only saw the tail end of the season. Yeah, yeah you're right. We have no idea who he is, what he's about. You, know
1: what you, you lose a Braves 100 RBIs, this team's going going down. Going down, down. Oh, We still
2: have a while to go.
1: There's zero excitement for the Phillies. It reminds me of uh, the beginning of Major League when we say, who are these <laughs> fucking guys? <laughs> yeah. Uh, speaking of baseball, the World Baseball Class is coming up, and the Phillies have forbade – Jimmy Rollins from playing second base. Did you know that?
3: No, I didn't know that.
1: Yep. So he's not going to be able to move the second base, and um, Jeter's going to be the shortstop.
3: I thought Utley
2: was going to be the second base.
1: Well, that's what those two would compete against each oh, okay. other for second base, and um, the Phillies put a kibosh on that and said, "Listen, Rollins isn't allowed to play second base because he might get hurt." So, T.S. Jimmy Rollins, concentrate on the Phillies this year.
2: That's I think uh, the one article was talking about. Tomas Perez actually got invited to try out for the team. And they kept saying how the guy bats like 224 during the season, doesn't do anything in winter ball, but people just tend to love him. The like, dude still has a job.
1: Yeah, that's pretty spooky. Everybody needs a pie face guy, don't you think? <laughs> I didn't know if the World <laughs>
2: Baseball or the World Classic Baseball Game needed that.
1: Now they don't have paper plates and shaving cream in the locker room there.
2: They might, but I don't know if that's what they were trying to bring to the table.
3: I guess maybe you're right. Now, Tomas doesn't play every game though either. I mean, what's he going to do? Like when? When is he going to like? Is he going to leave? When are they going to trade him? He, he probably wants. To, why does he want to stay with us?
2: I just don't think he's going to get another job. That's what they're saying. Because like in Winter Ball, where he has the chance to play,
1: he wouldn't play anywhere.
2: Yeah, there's st- there's single A players playing ahead of him. Oh my god, beating him know. out.
1: He's a locker room presence. I always love that locker room presence. The I the would like that, that job. Yeah, I would like that job too. You I know, Dave, be able, you'd be really good at it. Dave, you would be a good locker room presence. You know what? Do the <laughs> Phillies really need to give up a roster spot for to, for a locker room presence? I don't really think so. No. There could be somebody out there that could produce on his team. Besides Tomas,
2: maybe you can teach the younger guys how to make the pie. Listen, when you're yeah, going to yeah, put yeah, it, it yeah, when you're going to put it on the towel, just do it on top of your hand, not over, because you can't hold it; it will fall <laughs> off.
1: Now let me ask you a question, though. Do you think Pat Gillick has the leeway to make deals with the ownership of this team?
2: I would hope so. Can, can he? Well, he turned around as soon as he came in. with traded Tome.
1: Yeah, he made moves. Right, he made moves that needed to be done. But can he signs? Can he sign somebody for a, a pitcher for fifteen million dollars for a long term deal tomorrow? That's the question. Can he get the Can he get the talent? No. Yeah, what I'm saying is will the ownership allow him to have the get the talent? That's what I'm saying. That's no. a good question. Okay. So you don't you think he you think he is capable of doing his job without having much interference from
3: I hopefully before he got
2: hired he said, "Listen, for me to make it work, I'm going to need leeway here. I'm going to need to be able to do what I have to do, pull people in, pay people, whatever, I'm going to pay them." I mean, Gillock was out of work already. He could have just said, "Hey, I'm enjoying retirement out here." Maybe it wasn't considered retirement. I can go up to Boston. I mean, Boston had an opening coming up. There's plenty of positions out there that he could have moved on to where he could have just spent freely. So I think he would have to get, before I'm hired, I want an okay to say, I'm going to sign this player. I don't want you to be like, oh, that's too much money. We can't put that much money on the books.
3: And Gillick also has been known, when he gets in office, when he gets into organizations, he takes a long time to build something. It's not like he's going to do it in a year.
1: But all he said is, I only have to win one more game, and they're in the playoffs. That's what he said. Well, it's true. Well, what did he do this year to have, that makes you think he's going to win that extra game? If he would have fired Manuel, he would have got 10 more games. <laughs> that would have been the easiest thing he had to do. Yeah. Because he lost <laughs> his 40-game close, 39, 39 saves and 41 attempts last year. Yep. So, what else we got? What else you got for me, guys? Give me some talent on his team. Name somebody. Name somebody that stands out. If I say
3: Bobby Abreu, Chase Sutley.
1: Okay, okay.
3: Jimmy Rollins, Rookie of the Year. Ryan Howard, Pat Burrell.
1: No, you can't. You have to stop with Burrell. You can't say that name. Why not? That dude stinks. He had 115 he last
3: RBIs.
2: Last
3: he had
1: one Listen, slump year in 2004. What did he do? He had okay. So he had 100 RBIs last year, right? We had this argument before, right? But you're telling me that he's quality.
2: You're telling me Abreu's five home runs since the All-Star break was quality? But he's That's an a All-Star, good. though. Right, but after the All-Star break last year at the end of the year, not from the end of the year, but from the All-Star break, make that on down to the end of the year, he wasn't quality. He wasn't the guy that we keep right. talking about at the 100 right. RBIs. And if
1: he hits, maybe if he hits six more homers yeah. in the second half of the season, the Phillies are in the playoffs. That's when, right.
2: Two more games right there. When pitchers, catchers come around, we'll see. We'll have to see what's going on. They're going to need... Number one. They, they need, need
1: a, a number one.
2: And they know that. They know they
3: need another one. Yeah, number one.
1: Who is out there?
3: I don't know. Roger Clemens
1: like is out there. You want to get him for two years? You're going to have to pay him $40 million. Will he be on the road with us? That's the question. <laughs> he doesn't <has> to show <laughs> up on the fifth day. The No, road. I'll, just stay. I'll just
3: play home games.
1: But I, I'm only going
2: to play when you guys are down here in Texas.
1: <laughs> but would you? I, what, what's wrong with that? What's wrong with getting a 20-game winner? Nothing, <laughs> boys. Two years, that. forty million dollars.
2: Isn't Texas really looking at him? Though, the Rangers. Who cares? Who cares?
3: He doesn't have to travel far. Right. It's
1: fun to watch him, man. But if he's not in a Phil's uniform, I could give a rat's ass. And that's a lot. that's the way I feel about a lot of players. I'm always rooting for the guys in the Phil's uniforms. It's going to be hard, man. When the and Omar Minaya was in, a, in, in. I read in USA Today today. Say that real fast. No. You I read that quick. he's looking for a number one. He said, we're not done yet. Really? Yeah. Holy smokes.
2: That's, I heard Glavin was on his way out.
1: Well, Glavin's going to be there this year.
2: Uh, that's they were talking. They were going to try to move him.
1: Dude, they are talking Zito, 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 Really? Zito. Yes.
3: Because they want this, They want 2006. Yeah. They
1: want to win. They got the money to spend.
3: What would they give up for Zito? Did they say? No, they
1: didn't, they didn't get okay. him. No, no. What no, would they, they? I don't know. Uh, I didn't know I what know. they were offering. I don't know. But maybe they have mad prospects. Maybe they're doing the Yankees thing, just getting rid of all the prospects. I would,
2: I would love to see the Phillies get Zito.
1: Phillies, you're crazy. I would
2: love to see that. Two years. I've been
3: saying that. Seventy five in the red and white. How about Millwood getting the uh, the major
1: contract? <sighs> oh my god, how crazy was that, dude? He. What is going on with these starting pitchers in baseball? I mean, I'm making my son sleep with the ball at night. <laughs> this is crazy. And he like he had, Kevin Millwood. Go ahead. What did he win, 12 games last year? Maybe. He did real well last year.
3: Did he really? He did real well. He did better than he did the year when he was with us, the second year oh, he was with us. Oh,
1: really? I think I did better in the backyard than he did the second year he was with us. Or well, the Phillies. Well, okay. I really
2: didn't see your stats last year, so I really can't compare. You want to see my stats?
1: I'll show you my stats.
3: Kevin Millwood is not a
1: – what was his contract? Was it $40 million? or? He got paid out the ass. He paid so much money. Wow, So much money. And that's Texas, right? Yeah, Texas. When are those, when's that team going to learn? I mean, the A-Rod deal put them in the hole for so long, Then they're paying this much money for mediocre pitching like Kevin Williams? And they say Kevin Millwood is their number one?
3: Well, he left Philadelphia and he kicked ass. He's a number one now.
1: How much ass did he kick in Cleveland last year? He did, really, he did really well. you got to
2: remember, Cleveland was running for the playoffs. playoffs
1: dude, he, they he were. Could. They were on a huge winning streak at the end.
3: I, I agree with you. I'm not trying to, you know, say what he wasn't. I mean, he did really well last year for, for, their, for their franchise. I mean, what do you want me to do? Why do you think he got the contract? He got the contract because he did real well last year.
2: I think he ate up a ton of innings last year, too. I think he was over 200 That's one thing also. he does,
1: too. He gets in the seventh, eighth inning all the time. Right on. Okay, guys. Here's the over-under for how many wins Kevin Millwood had last year. Nine. What do you say? Well, I'm going to have to say, uh, well,
3: well I'm, I'll say under. You'll say under nine. I'll say over
1: nine. He won nine. I was going to say, knowing you, you're picking the exact number. Well, if I said ten, you, I mean, ten was even. You're saying he dominated.
2: He had nine wins. He had
1: nine wins. How many innings did he pitch? He pitched 192 innings. Wow, That's that's amazing. Which is which is 50 more innings than he pitched with the Phillies in 2004 when he was hurt. But when he was healthy and he pitched a no hitter with the Phillies his first year, he he pitched 222 innings, which is only it's only thirty more innings. So that, say that's a complete season for him. Right. He won nine games, lost eleven. Now what he did do he, had a he great lost ERA. a lot of one nothing games. Right. He did lose a lot of those games. What was his ERA last year? I'm gonna find that right. out in a second.
2: Yeah, that's I remember him having a real low. His ERA, ERA
1: was two eight six, which is great. Under three as a starter is pretty freaking amazing. I don't know why you're dissing him so much because
3: but if he's but he, bringing won, you 10 wins. he only
1: won nine games. I understand that. He's a nine-game winner, and he just signed. I want to see how much money he signed for. I have to <laughs> find this out.
2: Not even a double-digit winner.
3: Like, he, uh, we know him firsthand. We know what he did. He went to Cleveland.
1: Cleveland rocks. Cleveland rocks. You know what I'm saying? Kevin, okay, this is what he signed for. A nine-game winner signed a five-year, $60 million Ooh, dollar wow. contract with the Texas Rangers.
2: That's not bad at all.
1: Texas can void the fifth year if Millwood doesn't pitch a certain number of innings. Well, that's just <laughs> terrific. Guys, he won nine games, and wow. he just signed a $60 million contract.
2: Good reason why Gillick wasn't out there signing pitchers then. If a nine-game winner is going to get $12 million a year, you get a number one that's going to win you 17, 18 games. <laughs> just think, if you're a pitcher, and you had to go to arbitration. And you go... Listen, I won ten games last year. I have a three ERA. This guy had nine wins. He got twelve million. I think I deserve thirteen million.
1: Right, but what Millwood did do is he won the ERA title. And here's the quote: "I feel as good as I did in '97." You know who joins Kevin Millwood on the on the Texas roster? I forgot. Vincente Padilla. Ah, the is down there. So two ex Phillies.
3: Well, you know, when they're in next Philly, they're going to do very well. Hell yeah. Because you leave this team, you, you, you're you a goddamn all-star. And especially
1: if Clemens starts the season for them. Imagine that little uh, five-man rotation.
2: Cool. Rock on. Yeah.
1: yeah.
2: Cool. Who's going to be the other, the other starters down there in Texas? I don't even know why we keep talking no. about Texas. Yeah, we're done with
1: that. Yeah, sure but I, will, that. I do want to say this about the um the World Baseball Classic that we were talking about earlier. That how outrageous it was. For the United States and Major League Baseball to try to keep Cuba out of these games—absolutely appalling. Thank goodness somebody wised up and said that maybe the best players in the world can play. That mm. I, I hear, I hear
3: crickets, you're going to hear them.
1: You don't agree with that? Uh, yeah.
3: All right. Let them in. Don't let them in. I don't give a shit. <laughs> <laughs> I don't care. Why? Because I don't care about the baseball classic. Be honest with you.
1: You don't want to see if the USA can compete with the with the best in the
3: world. They're better. They can't. Just, you know, if they, they, they I can't. I can't worry about that. I'm worried about. I'm worried about April, late April. I don't care about the baseball classic. That's understandable. That's understandable. Uh, you know, but you know, let Cuba in. That's great. You know, let Cuba's
1: great. Everybody's great. <laughs> so come on in. Play the game.
2: The effect from your country. Come on in.
1: Yeah. So what happened was. Each team, each team from each nation, gets one percent of the proceeds of the gross proceeds of the entire Classic. Cuba is not allowed to make any money in the United States. That's just a fact. Right. So Castro said, "Take your one percent and donate it to Katrina victims." And the U.S. said no. <laughs> really? <laughs> he said you can't do it.
3: Well, I didn't know that. And then he said, <laughs> "And then that's like, not right." And
1: I know. And then a couple of weeks later, or I guess it was a week later, when the people started getting to "What the hell is your problem?" <laughs> Then they said you can go, and they signed a special waiver. They didn't get them. They can play.
3: It's ins- Welcome, Cuba. <laughs> okay.
1: Um. Anybody have a parting shot?
3: Um. It's still football season, everybody. Let's enjoy the Super Bowl. We will talk about the Super Bowl next week, and you will get E-Money's picks, and they're going to be huge. Are we going to do
2: any of uh, those prop picks, too? Well,
3: I got a coin toss pick.
1: Ooh, <laughs> all, right. all right. Fifty fifty. 50-50. <laughs> 50-50.
2: And also, everyone, it seems like we do have more listeners and people coming to the site. We have this brand new thing, Philly Sports Reader. Check it out. Anything you need to know about any Philly sports—the Phils, the Flyers, the Sixers, and the Birds—yeah, right it, there, what beautiful. It is,
1: it's an It's a uh, XML reader that we have just implemented on the site. You can link to it from PhillySportsCast.com. It's backslash reader, and you can check out all the all the stories are coming from the best blogs in the in town. Stuff that's written about the pro sports teams and stuff that's the mainstream stuff from Yahoo, Associated Press, and uh, Philly.com. Because we're all a big
3: family around here. We all want to talk about the same thing. We all yeah. love every all the Phillies teams. And
1: uh, it's great to get together and look at everybody's talking about. Thanks a lot for listening. And uh, we're signing off until <laughs> Super Bowl week, guys.
2: Enjoy uh, a little more DJ scratching here of the Star Wars.
0: <laughs> <laughs> you have been well trained my young apprentice they will be no match for you